everyone. Welcome out to episode 110 of a Nerdy Mark podcast. Hey, I'm back home. Uh, so uh, I think everyone who checked out episode 109, both audio and video, obviously traveling. I had a lot of videos to edit and render and this and that, but I didn't factor in shitty internet. <laughs> so I didn't really get to upload a lot of stuff. So I've been playing kind of catch up since I've been home. And also fighting being sick. Uh, but it was a nice seven, almost eight days of just getting to see my family. Went to a wedding. It was a lot of fun. Got to, uh, you'll see all the stack stuff. Got to do a little uh, shopping, uh, both here in San Diego and in Connecticut. Um, it was, so I'll be getting into that before I go into the main topic. Um, thanks for the, tr the plane ride. It's a long, long day of flying, honestly. And I was able to catch up on some manga and anime and in Google Docs offline mode. I got a lot of stuff done from a content planning standpoint. So I'm going to be, you know, briefly touching on all that stuff. But yeah, I'm glad to be back. It is so nice because it's been uh, as much as I love traveling. The weather there compared to here, just not the same. Like it was... At most, maybe almost 60 degrees, a lot of rain. And then the I we arrived like 9.30 Wednesday night, and then Thursday it was 104 degrees. So I was like, oh, I'm going to get sick with this uh, weather change. This is not going to be good for me. And it hasn't been. So I'm going to be heavily editing the audio, both on the video and audio version of this podcast episode, because I can tell you right now, my throat, my voice is so scratch, like just, it's bad. And I've been coughing a lot, too. Um, it's not the thing that's been going around for two years. Did a little at-home test, and that came back negative. So it's just between my allergies and just germs and traveling and the drastic weather change. That's it, really. So, got a lot of stuff to go over in this episode. Uh, I, new manga. I, I actually bought some comics from my comic book shop. Um, I haven't gone in a couple weeks. They save everything for me. So my back issues are drastic right now that I have to go through and read. Um, got some new collectibles, merch, you know, I love merch and not just tokusatsu stuff and nano blocks that you can see right there, but just, you know, little thing, things here and there. And I was going to go over all the stuff that I brought home because I brought an empty suitcase and filled it with stuff back home and brought it back with me. <laughs> But I think I'm going to do that for another video just because of how stacked this episode is going to be with stuff. And catching up on um, shows like Halo, the start of Moon Knight, and this and that. Uh, obviously, being at home, not much to do. Not adjusting to the time zone change. I got to browse a lot of YouTube and internet hot takes on stuff. So I'm actually going to be revisiting a video I did not for a podcast, but on YouTube talking about kind of the uh, pushback that, you know, Marvel's getting, DC's getting with them being woke and all this other stuff. So that, my main topic is I'm going to be going in on how, not debunking it, but how it's being over embellished and how these shows are actually, some of these shows are good. Now, I'm not saying Halo's good. Okay. I'm telling you right now. But yeah, I want to just talk about that stuff briefly at the end. Not for long drawn out thing i want to keep it quick make my points and go from there um 
Yeah, I got the Switch going, if you're watching. Um, been playing some Rune Factory 5. That has been the main game. When I get into game stuff, we'll be talking about that. But let's start with the easy stuff. Let's go with non-comics and manga. So, um, while I was in Connecticut, I, uh, you know, I noticed a lot of my favorite shops I used to go to have closed. And that was kind of crappy. Like, I used, and it's, uh, let's see, I, live, I moved back to Connecticut back in, like, 2015 for, like, 10 months. Day with family, there was a death, a major death in the family at home, and had to, you know, I stayed and, you know, helped out where I could, and kind of just rebooted my life to an extent. Uh, you know, I, I was turning 30, and I just was like, you know what, I gotta figure out what I want to do, where I want to go with everything. So, um, that was, you know, a big year. Eventually, I'll do an origin story of, like, how everything that led to this podcast and how basically 2015 was, like, the year that was the catalyst that started the domino effect that led to this podcast and streaming and now, you know, doing YouTube stuff. So, um, a lot of my shops were closed, and I was like, oh, shit. So, in the area, all they had really was, like, Barnes & Noble and Newberry Comics. And I used to go to Newberry Comics. I used to be my go-to place because it was closer than the mom-pop comic shop I used to go to. And, you know, if I wanted to do the drive, you know, it was an extra, like, 15 minutes on top, like, of what it would be. And I would do it. But for, like, a weekly, it was in a mall, so I was like, oh, I'm going to go to GameStop, get some food, you know, go shopping, might as well stop in Newberry Comics. So I went in there, and I was like, oh, not much comics, a lot of pop culture stuff. It's kind of like the whole change in Hot Topic, where it went from, oh, you want all these band t-shirts? Cool. Now it's Funko Pops, anime stuff, this and that, and not as much band t-shirts. So Newberry Comics, I actually didn't get anything there, but I did go to Barnes & Noble, and... They had some nano blocks. So I had I got three more sets for uh Demon Slayer. I got Tengen, I got Mitsuri, and then I got Obanai uh Iguro. So those are gonna be made and put up on the YouTube channel at some point. Um I still have another back I still have a backlog of like seven or eight other sets to make um i also got i wish i saved the bag so i can remember what the name of the store was uh there's this like little japanese little store in our mall here in san diego and they used to they used to be like what it was like five dollar and under like japanese little collectible store and stuff like that and then they changed their stuff around and they had nano blocks also so i finally got gengar which makes me really excited and then i got score money and Grookey. So now I have all three of these starters from Sword and Shield. And I got my favorite Pokemon of all time, Gengar. Uh, he will always be my favorite. Um, up there with Espeon and Sylveon. Because yes, I like Sylveon. Sylveon is one of my favorite Pokemon as well. And I'll probably do a video about my Pokemon dive into the different characters and this and that. Um, so those are my Nano Blocks. Uh, also from Barnes and Noble, uh, and this isn't like organized by like what I got in Connecticut, what I got in San Diego. I'm going by types. So Barnes and Noble here in San Diego, they every once in a while they do the cheap stuff, and I got my Ultraman Ace Funko Pop 
for six dollars. Now I know I have been adamant that I do not dabble in Funko Pops anymore. I stopped and I got rid of most of my Funko Pops. Uh, just the Ultraman ones I keep because they go good on display. So now I just need Father of Ultraman. I have the whole set. I got the regular Ultraman. Obviously, in one of my previous episodes, like months ago, uh, when I went to like a swap meet type thing, I found the glow in the dark Ultraman one for a steal. It was under ten. So the Ultraman Funko Pop collection is almost done, unless they do another wave, and then yeah, I'm screwed. So um, another thing for from a collectible standpoint that arrived while I was gone. That's right, coming out of Soto. Revice by six. I've already started building it. You could already see the Patera genome for Vice right behind me. If you're a Toku fan and you like Kamen Rider, you know what that is. Um, I was really excited that that got delivered. Oddly enough, I got it from my guy in Japan. I ordered it literally on a Sunday here in the United States. Or no, Monday. But it was early in the day. Or no, it was late Sunday. Yeah, because it was Monday in Japan, but it wasn't end of day yet. And... The guy brought it to FedEx same day on Monday in Japan. And I was like, okay, cool. The tracking said it would be here like Friday, Thursday at the earliest, Friday at the latest. I was like, cool. I get in Wednesday night. I can, you know, relax, get everything done. It'll be delivered Thursday or Friday. I still got days off because uh, from work for vacation. I'll build it, have some fun. Literally arrived while I was in, in the air. Like when I landed at my layover in Houston, I had to alert on my phone, hey, your package was delivered, and I was like, it's Wednesday. What the frick are you talking about? Like, I just paid for this not even 48 hours ago. And it was here. And I messaged him. I was like, man, your shipping is so good. Like, I, this is why you get my money. This is why I love you. Like, you, you hook it up with pricing. My shipping is $8 US every time for FedEx from Japan to the US, and I get everything at the most three business days later. I've never waited longer than three business days. So that was fun. I already built all of them. I have a full video going up with, you know, like I do for my Sotos, going over the, a showcase of the whole entire like wave set. So that I have to work on as well. I got a lot of videos to work on, honestly. And next up, uh, you know, it, it was fun being in Connecticut. I'm not going to downplay it. Like, I had a blast seeing family, friends, you know, everything else. And, but there's something about being in San Diego when I want to toy hunt and figure hunt and collectible hunt that just blows it out of the water. Maybe it's because of, I don't have to drive as much. And while I was in Connecticut, didn't have a car. So <laughs> that was very limiting. But coming back here, I found, um... I went to Mitsua. They are still on Kamen Rider Revised by four. So they're two behind still. And, but they did have the new Converse waves. So I had to get my Revy and Vice Converses. Like, those were needed. Uh, anyone who knows me knows the Converses are slowly becoming my new collectible addiction. Um, Usually I buy the sets online, so I get the whole set, and it's a lot cheaper, because the grocery stores out here mark those up like crazy. Like, you can get a full set, that'll be, I think, six or eight of them for like 40 bucks. So it's about five bucks each. But out here, they mark them up to like eight. Sometimes even 
$11 each, and it's ridiculous. But I got those two. I'm probably going to buy the whole box to get the other ones. But I saw those in person, and I was, like, itching to spend money. Like, I was like, ugh, it's like I didn't get any good stuff. And there's also one more thing. Uh, I had to hit up Book Off because, you know, Book Off's my go-to place here in San Diego. Um, and I tweet about them all the time, post about my stuff I get there, you know. And they have, they had this figure for Shadow Moon. And with Commander Black Sun coming out this year in the showing reveal of Shadow Moon and Commander Black, what they looked like, I was like, well... You can't see it. I have a huge uh, deluxe-typed 2009 uh, Shadow Moon still in the box on top of my bookshelf. But I, I don't have any other Shadow Moon stuff, so I was like, let me get that. That's that, that I need that. And the other cool thing about Book Off is I didn't know this. Cause I've been, and I wish I knew this sooner, because I feel like I was wasting money. But I don't have buyer's remorse for spending the money previously. You can do magazine subscriptions there. For Japanese magazines. And one of the main ones for anyone who likes Super Sentai or Kamen Rider is the Televikun magazine. And so I signed up for it, like, before I left. And I was like, and they called me while I was going to They're like, hey, book off calling. We want to let you know your, your magazine subscriptions arrived. Like, pick them up whenever you can. So I called them back. I was like, hey, I'm traveling. I'll be back. I'll probably come in Friday or Thursday. And they're like, okay, no problem. Like, cool. And so I went actually the next day, Thursday, to get them. And so I got the newest issue of Television. This is going to be for May. So the, the issues they release in April are for, you know, the next month. So April, the one you get in April is for May. May is for June. But the cool thing is they always come with stuff. So this has, you know, the new uh, Don Brothers device that you can like build out of cardboard with the stuff and then they have a pokemon little container right here that you can fold up that actually holds from their like ganberizing type uh game these little chips which i have a mewtwo one i got it at book off and i was looking for a gengar and i was like oh i like that mewtwo let me grab that for a dollar uh so it is it's an arcade machine you have these it has a little qr scan on it and basically you use the one you have to play, and the Pokemon comes up on screen, and you battle with it. It's really cool. Um, obviously, sadly, no machines here for that, but, you know, I I collect a lot of shit. I really do. But, so, for those of you who are listening, I apologize, because I'm, like, showing stuff, and you guys, so head over to the YouTube channel and check it out uh, so you can see. I'm also dabbling with putting uh, segments of the podcast up for those who want to just watch specific parts and then the whole show on its own. So I'm really excited. I want to, I want to, I want to get into comic books because I haven't pulled any in a while and you know, cause I'm not pulling every week. Like I said, I have a subscription. They set them aside. I get them at my convenience. And since I'm doing so much trade waiting right now, still, um, there's no real reason to, no sense of urgency for me to pick up my comics, you know? Um, so I have a lot. I, and I, this isn't even, 
Dane Circuit. Like, I, I already boarded and bagged them because I was bored last night. And I was like, you know what? Let me, let me board and bag and read and catch up. So, um, and then I'm going to actually, for those of you who uh, know about my Nerd Name Mark Reviews podcast RSS feed, I apologize. I have not been neglecting it. I just haven't been doing any reviews. I haven't been motivated really to review anything right now. Um, I don't know why. Just haven't, I haven't been feeling it, you know. Um, a lot of stuff I watch hasn't like really been worth reviewing, I guess you could say. Plus the fact that, you know, if you watch the Halo um, episode I did with Chris, I went on a little spiel where I said, you know, if I don't like something, I'm not going to waste my time creating content to talk about it negatively. Like, that's just, I'm not going to waste my energy being negative about something, so I'd rather talk about things I like, things I enjoy. Now, there's a difference between, you know, doing a video being critical of something and this and that then compared to just like shitting on it all right so i'm not saying i'm not going to make a video where i'm critical of something when i'm reviewing or talking about it and things that could be better that's different i'm saying i'm not going to make eight and like anger fueled videos about stuff i just don't have the energy for it and i don't want to be a negative person you know so it's like if i don't like something just not gonna watch it <laughs> and it's like it it trust me life is so much better when you you have that mentality so sadly none of my comics right now are in um order i didn't put them in order of number or this and that so this is gonna be very out of no chronological order this so right off the bat i have radiant red one and two i have to read these i didn't read them yet I still have to catch up on Radiant Black and everything else, but these are this is a, a five-issue run that's going on right now with Image. Um, I'm curious because I do like Radiant Black. Um, I'm hoping Radiant Red is good. I'm um, another one. We got Miles Morales number thirty-six. I am surprised I'm still pulling Miles Morales Spider-Man. Um, one of the funny thing is, so you know, I, I have my pull list and I have Miles Morales Spider-Man. That's it on the list. Nothing. And they put, like, a what if, like, hey, here's this uh, Miles Morales what if, like, he was a like, Captain America, and they're like, they're, like, do you want those? I'm like, no, I just want Miles Morales, just Spider-Man. This, this run is good. It's not the best. It started off pretty strong um, when they were doing a lot of the team-up stuff. You had, like, Rhino there and Captain America and stuff like that. It was really good. I enjoyed it. Um, Going into the Clone Saga, I was like, yeah, they put their, a new spin on it, but I was like, are we rehashing a lot of just Spider-Man stuff now with Miles Morales? And I was like, you had a chance to just super original with everything going on, and it's like, I just don't... You don't need to rehash Peter Parker stories for Miles Morales. Miles Morales is not Peter Parker. Peter Parker is obviously not Miles Morales. And... I just, I don't know. Like it's still good. It's 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 not bad, but the run just isn't what it was when it started. So I'm gonna pull it for now, but I'm not sure how much longer 
I may just because from a Spider-Man standpoint, I'm a completionist. I'm still trying to finish my amazing Spider-Man run with, you know, having that complete. Not the new Amazing Spider-Man, the original when they went into Superior. Everything pre-Superior Spider-Man. I'm trying to get all those. So, like, I'm trying. I want to complete 1 through 700. I know that's, you know, ridiculous to, to think because that's going to be freaking expensive and especially for some of those but it's like i already have most of the key issues anyways um so i'm just like i can i can i can do this at some point this is like that will be my grail as a complete amazing run so i think i might just pull it just because i spider-man and like is one of the only marvel ones where i'm like i want this collection because i love spider-man like i i've been adamant that spider-man is what you know, got me into comics as a kid. My first comic I bought with my own money was a spectacular Spider-Man. And it was around like the 25th anniversary, I believe, of Spider-Man. I don't know. I, I had the I had the comic in one of my boxes. One day I'll I'll go through and like pull it out and bring in, you know, talk more about my love of Spider-Man. But I'm giving Miles Morales a chance still. Uh I don't know. I mean, when you're 36 issues in and nothing against a mad writer, uh, sometimes you kind of need another perspective, another writer to come in, maybe shake things up and, you know, get a new fresh set of eyes and storytelling on it. So I'm going to continue with Miles Miles Spider-Man for now. I'm not sure where that's going to go in the future. So next up, we have I have Power Rangers number seventeen. I think I think this is the last Ryan Parrott one. I'm not sure because I know he's not writing Mighty Morphin anymore. Also, I cover six, and um, it, there's no connecting cover, and I was weird. I was kind of confused by that. And I also got Mighty Morphin seventeen, which is written. I don't know who. Like, I'm not up on a lot of writers, so it's a new writer for Mighty Morphin. Um, but then, you know, I have my staples, because, I mean, it wouldn't be a comic book pull section if I didn't talk about Donny Cates. Crossover. Number 12. This is still one of my favorite new comics from last year. Image, Image is doing a good job. With everything with, you know, Kyle Higgins, Radiant Black. Donny Cates would crossover. Now you got Ryan Parrott coming over with Rogue Son, and I'm like, you know what? Screw you, Image. Image Comics, giving me all these good comics, because I've been very adamant that, like, my pull list is getting smaller and smaller from, like, DC, Marvel. Like, I don't think... I'm not pulling anything from DC right now. I'm just trade-waiting for a lot of stuff. But, like, Boom Studios, Image... Even like Dark Horse, like all these other, like, man, they are just siphoning my money. And I was like, all this stuff from Image is really good. And it's like, I, I chalk it up to like 2015 when, you know, Boom came on. Like, Boom was already around, obviously, but we had uh, issues here of Power Rangers. I was like, ooh, Power Rangers. I remember going to the complex store, seeing a cover with the Red Ranger, hold, Jason holding his helmet. And it was a helmet cover. Then I was like, oh, there's different... Grab the whole stack of one of each helmet one. 
And then I was like, yeah. And it was like one of those things I'm like, this is good. This, and at the time I was pulling Green Lantern, you know, because I was burnt out. I had just gone through Brightest Day, Blackest Night, New 52s, everything else. I was burnt out on comics, especially from a DC standpoint. And this was around the time a lot of things were like freaking rebooting. And I'm like, I don't want any more reboots. Like, I was like, it's, I think rebooting comic things are just lazy. But I get also the time frame of when they do it. It's like, oh, let's get some new writers in. Also, the movies, like the MCU and the Snap, were really hitting their stride. So people are like, oh, we, you know, let's get some comic sales going, you know? So I get the logistics and from a business standpoint why they did it for me. I was like, getting burnt out. I was like, I'm done. Like, I got to watch all these movies on top of these comics. Like, let me just cut back on. So, you know, Power Rangers kind of renewed my interest. Comics, like fully collecting, reading, getting back into them fully. And I was so excited. Now, in the last year or so, it's toning down. Things like Radiant Black, Crossover, Honey Kate's writing Thor, now writing Hulk, Power Rangers, you know, like... I'm, you know, I'm getting, I, I'm genuinely getting back into comics and it's making me, I'm very happy about it. Like, you know, cause I don't want to be the type who's like, I don't want to read comics. I'm always going to want to read comics. I'm always going to be a comic book collector. Like, you know, I've spent 30 years reading and collecting comics. I want, it's a big part of, you know, not just who I am, but like what I love you know, it's like I tell everyone, like the reason why I buy, build nanoblocks and Gundams and this and that, like that is my stress relief. That is how I unwind, how I relax, how I just, you know, after a long day, just put on my headphones, put on a podcast or an audio book, just build something. I feel better. That's what calms me down and relaxes me. So having some comics in my life, all for it, speaking of. I mentioned Ryan Parrott. I've only said the name a few times. I wonder if it's like a Beetlejuice situation. I keep saying Ryan Parrott's name. Is he going to show up and sign some comics for me? Because I have some of his Mighty Morphin. But I like to get this Rogue Son issue one signed by him. Oh, this cover is so sick. I'm sorry for those who are listening. Please, if you're listening, go check out the YouTube channel so you can see these covers. And because it's been so long, I also have <laughs> issue number two. Like, Mm. I am going to be after conversations and planning stuff out. I am going to be um, reviewing more comics now, both in video and audio format. So you can expect some comic book reviews coming soon to the channel. Because, like I said, this year I want to expand more into uh, covering more stuff, not news, but like reviewing comics, going over like the candy toy announcements, this and that. I just don't want to be the podcast episode, and then Toku stuff. You know, I want to have kind of, if you are watching or listening to the podcast, you get a full multitude of like that wide spectrum of other stuff being made in conjunction with it. And I have Hulk number five with the unfriendly neighborhood Spider Hulk. All right, let me just tell you, Donnie Cates, just directly to Donnie Cates right now. If you're still listening and watching, it's fine. You can... But this is me talking to Donnie Cates. Sir. You are writing some good shit. Like, thank you. Thank you for writing good 
comic books that I enjoy. They might not be everyone's cup of tea. I've been on social media. I know how social media works. But for me personally, I appreciate all the stuff you're writing between Hulk, who I now care about, who I haven't cared about in a long time, Thor, who I didn't really care about until... I mean, Original Sin, maybe, when he lost the hammer, and then going into Jane uh, Foster as Thor, and then leading into like War of the Realms, and him becoming the Allfather, and now with your... I think we're on issue 23 of your run for Thor. I was like, you know what? Thank you. You get you, you just like Thor. I now care about Hulk again. I mean, Weapon H was good. Immortal Hulk was good, but they weren't just a straightforward Hulk comic. This is a Hulk named comic. Thank you. I appreciate you. That being said, I got issue 13 of Radiant Black. The covers, the covers are getting. I'm a cover whore. I'm not even going to lie. Anyone who knows me, cover whore for comic books. And I enjoy it so much. And for the last boom one, I actually had the Power Ranger Universe issue four. This is a Pink Ranger themed cover. Um, like I said, until I think this is a six issue run. I'm not reading Power Ranger Universe until it's done. I will read it completely. Um, but I do like how each cover is a specific color Ranger theme. I believe all we have left is yellow or black. I know we had blue and red already and pink. I think we already had yellow. I'm not sure. Um, and speaking of Donny Cates, we're back. Donny Cates, just letting you know. Thor 23. It's the finale of the God of Hammers. And this cover. I like that cover. The cover's so good. I'm really enjoying, like, this run of Thor. Like I said, I've never really actually cared about Thor as a character. Um, I remember the first time I tried to get into Thor comics was after watching, I picked up this DVD set and it was for the original Lou Ferrigno, like Hulk live action show. And it had some of the specials. And there's one where like, there was an issue with, uh, there's one where like Thor was there. There was one where we had, um, I forgot the other one. But I remember after I was like, Thor, what's Thor? I was like, this is interesting. I was like, I will, you know, let me look into this Thor character. And then I was like, mm, it's all right. And last but not least, I believe this is the final issue because usually they're four to five issues. Um, the Life is Strange Settling Dust comic. Uh, so a lot of people get shocked when I say that I'm a huge Life is Strange fan. Um, two, not so much, but first one before the storm, two colors. I'm a huge Life is Strange fan. Like, and Titan Comics has been doing such a great job with these Life is Strange comics. There's like four or five issue arcs, and they don't come out frequently. It's like after four or five issues, it's like, okay, there's a prolonged break, and then they'll come back with another arc. I like to have more comics, by the way. So I've been really enjoying that. It's the same way with this other new one I got from Dark Horse for Stranger Things. And this is the Kamchatka story arc. So this one is going to be probably telling some of the stuff from the other side of the world with the portals. And then this is, I got actually, I already, this, the review is coming for this. I got two different covers. Godzilla versus Power Rangers. Like this. This is a crossover I didn't need, know I needed, and it's Boom Studios in conjunction with IDW, because IDW has the Godzilla rights uh, for comics. 
and I read it like first thing right when I got home after getting my comics and I was like ooh okay this is entertaining this is interesting I didn't know I needed this crossover and yeah and before this is my last one uh so people around the comic book shop know me every once in a while they'll be like hey here's an issue number one of a new IP that just came out it might be something that might intrigue you and I'm like okay and so they put this one from Image. I didn't tape it yet because I actually just finished reading it before I started actually recording. Um, it's called Little Monsters. It's from Jeff Lemire, uh, author, writer of Sweet Tooth and a few other comics. I only know him from Sweet Tooth. And I was like, you know what? Cover got me in there. Like, and I was like, well, what's it about? And they're like, well, it's like, you know, it's post-apocalyptic. And a whole bunch of kids that are vampires. And I was like, that sounds intriguing. And I was like, it doesn't hurt to grab an issue. Why not? I'll grab, like, like, worst case scenario, I don't like it. And then it's like, all right, I don't want this comic to be in my list. So I read it. The cover, the art style is so good. This, like, I'm actually reviewing this. I actually took notes while I was reading it. I'm actually going to be reviewing that comic because it was good. I'm also going to be reviewing Godzilla vs. Power Rangers also. So those are, videos are going to be going live soon. After this, I'm going to record those. And yeah, obviously, like I said, I bought a lot of comics. Also, we have free comic book day coming up soon. Uh, the first Saturday in May. Uh, if you haven't already, scope out your area. Go to their website, uh, which is freecomicbookday.com. And see what they got. I'm going to be doing a video going over free comic book day. What's going to be popping up. Um, and then find a local comic book store near you. Always support your local comic book stores. Uh, you know, they got hit hard the last two years. I've seen too many get closed down, which is very upsetting. Especially going back home. Because, you know, these were stores that were like growing up when my... my my, my sanctuaries, so to speak. Like, I would go there every week after working, whether it was chores before I was old enough to get a job or when I had a job, working, spending aside that little bit of my paycheck and being like, you know what? Let me go get a couple comp books. Let me, you know. So please go to freecompbookday.com, see what they got, find a local store near you, go support them because you want to you wanna support your local businesses. And comp book shops are so far and few between nowadays that it's, you know, a good good thing to do. Uh, manga. Yes, I am going to talk about manga because I bought a lot of manga while I was traveling. Um, so, I'm going to start with some of the older stuff that's been around. I've been trying my hardest to find issue one, through four, volume one through four of these. But I did, finally got the Ultra Kaiju volume one and volume three. So, I'm getting there. I'm, I'm, I, I like kaiju so much and mechas and this and that. And this is from Subaraya Productions, actually. So, which is really cool. And it, so it ties into a lot of the kaijus from the Ultraman universe. And I was like, I really, I really want this. Like, let me, let me get, let me get those. And I was like, I will find two and four at some point. Uh, most of these were either at Book Off or Barnes and Noble. Um, 
in Target. Target has manga, so I'll go over which ones I got at Target, too. Another one I picked up is my lovey-dovey wife is a Stone Cold Killer Volume 2. Uh, this is such a funny uh, comedic manga. I like rom-coms. It's my guilty pleasure. Um, I actually have an announcement probably around next week's episode about some manga stuff and something I'm going to be doing and working on. And now, uh, I also got the Superwoman in Love Volume 3. There's only one more volume left, and this is done. Another, another rom-com, but it's like Super Sentai inspired, so it's like, gotta have it in the collection, but I actually read it, and it's actually really good. Like, I'm thoroughly amused by it. And then, from Target, I finally got Kaiju Number 8 Volume 2. That just dropped, like, two weeks ago or so. Um... Love this so much. It's such a good manga. I have finished volume one. I have to read volume two still because that's, you know, yeah, it's, it's, it's good. It's good. And then I picked up, so only volume three is about to come out, uh, at the end of this month. Uh, so there's two volumes right now. It's called Necromance. I got volumes one and two. Uh, these mangas basically, um, this guy, there's a final battle with the Demon King. This guy ultimately sacrifices himself to protect his childhood love. His only regret is, uh, you know, he didn't get to tell her. And then he, the Demon King brings him back to life. And now he's the undead. And the main quest now is to go kill the Demon King. And I'm like, sounds funny. I'm going to read it. And, you know, I was like, I always do like two volume minimum. Just to see if I like it. And... I got a couple chapters into volume one, and I was like, this is actually a really good manga. I actually really enjoy this. So, and it's new, so it's not too, you know, too out there. Another Seven Seas Entertainment manga. They have, they're, they're doing great. I love Seven Seas so much. They're becoming my favorite manga publisher. So that's it for manga. Yeah, like, okay. That's, you know, a lot of stuff. And then... Before I get into the main, video game's main topic, well, it counts as gaming, uh, apparently there's a My Hero Academia collectible card game. So I picked up this box, and then I bought a couple booster packs, opened those, was, you know, reading the rule sheet, sheet playing around with it, and I was like, this is actually a lot of fun. I'm actually really uh, enjoying that card game, so this might... You may see some YouTube content coming soon for that card game, because... Wow, it is a lot of fun, and I like deck building, but it's also collectible card games, so it's like, you can actually just collect the cards. Obviously, every TCG, you know, and CCG, doesn't really matter, um, but yeah, I'm, the, the rules are pretty easy, simple, I like it because it actually feels like a very fast-paced battle, and apparently this, I think it's like, what it's called, uh, Universes, so they... They don't just do My Hero. They also do, like, Mortal Kombat, Street Fighter, and a few other IPs that are going to be announced. But you can, like, battle in between. Like, you can have a My Hero battle against a My Hero battle, like, characters. Or because it's universal rules and the cards are all the same, you, I think you could do, like, Mortal Kombat against Street Fighter, Street Fighter against My Hero, Mortal Kombat against My Hero, vice versa. Like, very uniform with the rules and this and that. I'm like, that is pretty freaking cool. I like that. So, definitely a card game I'm going to be getting into. Because God forbid I get into another freaking card game. With card games. 
games in general. If you've been watching, you've been seeing the nice opening video package playing over and over again. Rune Factory 5 has owned my life for the last week and a half. It is the only game I've been playing um, outside of like W Supercard. I dabbled a little bit in Mario Kart because I got new tracks, but the main game holding my interest right now is still Rune Factory 5. Obviously, because I haven't been home, I haven't been playing the Xbox or PlayStation or anything like that, but I still am playing 2K22 for WWE. And thanks to my cousin and talking this and that, I actually got back into The Division 2, which in earlier episodes when I first started the podcast in like the early 2022 or 2020 episodes, I was playing that game heavily, especially Warlords in New York. But I'm getting back into that game again. It's fun. I needed, I just wanted a tactical third-person shooter with skill. Like I'm, like every once in a while, I get in the mood for a shooter, but I wasn't in the mood for like a first-person. So the Division Two, I am back, balls deep in that in my free time. So yeah, that's that's it for games. You know, comics, does that. So yeah, now, now the main topic, I guess, and. There's why, like, I, I don't want to talk about this stuff. I never want to be in that category of someone who's going to talk about, like, woke comics, woke TV shows, uh, this and that, because I don't care. I just want to, like, I'm still at the point where it's like, if I'm reading a comic, watching a movie, playing a video game, watching a TV show, any of that stuff, I just want to be entertained. I don't care about... Any political, any stuff like that, any narratives being interjected and stuff. But I also don't get the the reaching, the uh, trying to I think I'll word it. It's been a narrative, so to speak, that a show is bad or doing something woke or this and that, that but it's not even true and the main thing that i'm seeing it with is halo and moon knight yeah i don't get how all of a sudden now a female showing up in a tv show uh eating up one dude but still somehow making a mistake and getting them in trouble that they have to get out of and the main character getting them out of that sticky situation constitutes a woman coming in and you know stealing the show and it's now woke because they're putting a woman on a pedestal and i'm like i don't see that like and the thing is i think you know i get it when you're doing social media stuff and youtube you want people to come in you want them to view you gotta you gotta draw them in with something and i'm like i get that i respect the hustle and the snap but it's like these movies and tv shows aren't nearly as bad as everyone's over exaggerating and building them up to be like halo i halo's just doesn't to me doesn't feel like halo like that's my issue with the show right now because I've only watched two episodes. I think the third episode just aired. I don't... Halo just doesn't feel like Halo. Watching it, I'm just like, I'm not... 
like visually yes there's stuff from halo but like overall watching it dialogue story that's not like this doesn't seem like halo and moon knight i'm i'm a fan of moon knight i'm not i've never been the type where i can sit and it's memory issues and you know cte and stuff like that but like i've never been the type where i can sit there and tell you like issue numbers quotes from panels like i remember the the, the major ones you know when stacy dying um you know or what else i, I don't even there's just so many like i like certain major panels i can remember like first venom or even the first issue of venom when it was solo and you got bride of venom like i remember all those different panels but like i can't sit there and tell you specific issues page numbers instances quotes this and that but it's one of those things where if i see something a movie or a tv show that's based on a comic book or a video game and i see something that's like straight from the panel i'm like oh ha i know that i've seen that before you know so it's just so i can't so from a moon knight standpoint i'm I'm a fan. I have been a fan of Moon Knight. Um, the older stuff. I don't. I have a good amount of the issues. The same with like, you know, I like Shang Chi. Like I have a lot of Shang Chi comics, but like that comic was never super serious. You know, it was whimsical. It wasn't like this dark and brooding martial arts comic. Um, but Moon Knight, I was like, you know what? Since I don't have this deep knowledge right off the top of my head, I'm gonna go and open minded to the show. I always do my my two up my two to three episode rule. Um, that's why I'm like, okay, I'll watch episode three of Halo. Hopefully it pans out. But Moon Knight, first two episodes, I was like, hey, this is really good. Uh Oscar Isaac is amazing. As like I like the the, the his his acting in this is great. And when there is comedy moments, like in the first episode, I was like, okay, cool. You know, but my thing is there's no this whole woke stuff is just getting exhausting from a fan standpoint. Not even because I'm not in any circles where like this stuff is discussed. I'm not like I said. I'm not. In, I don't. I'm not in any fandoms. I do not subscribe to the fandoms. I enjoy what I enjoy. I'll tweet about it, and that's it. I'm not going to go out of my way to join any fandoms because it's exhausting. I don't have time. And I don't want to have a 45-minute discussion on, like, a sentence that was in a movie or a comic. Like, and I know that's a little, that, I'm talking about over-exaggerating, and that was kind of an over-exaggeration. But I've been in fandoms where, like, people would li literally argue for, like, one or two hours in, like, a Discord voice chat or in person at a comic book shop about one panel from a comic book. And it's like, no. That's why I don't consider myself a fanboy of anything. You know, it's just exhausting. But, like, at the same time, though, I get the pushback of people. Like, my thing is, I will always hear both sides of the coin, okay? So, just, I'm not... I'm not anti-woke, but I'm not also, like, supportive of woke. Like, I just don't care. Just get, just, just write good. Just just write some good stories. 
and everyone will enjoy it. Like, the only thing is I do agree with, like, 99% of the takes on Amazon's Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power. I agreed, like, 99%, like, I just, and I already said I'm not going to talk about it in depth, but ever again, I said my spiel on it, but this, this is, I think it's ridiculous. You have, like, this great world that was built by Tolkien. You don't need to change it. It does not need to reflect current times because it's a fictional story with fictional characters. Like, I don't. So I do agree. So like, but I, I don't, I don't subscribe to either like 100% opinion because I think both sides make valid points on things. I just think there's more points on one side than the other that are, that makes sense. And so like I've said before, I did a YouTube video about the MCU and like everyone's saying the MCU and the DCU. And I'm like, it's, I don't know. I'm like, there's female combo characters I'm a fan of. Like I was never really a big Wonder Woman fan, but I, I was like Black Widow, uh, you know, Jean Grey. Uh, I was never really a big Harley Quinn fan. Nah, like, I still am not. I don't think I ever will be, honestly. I just don't. But I did like Poison Ivy as a character. Uh, Ali Al Ghul. You know, there's, there's a good amount. And those are just a few. Like, I still think from a... It got kind of muddled out the while, but Storm was easily one of my favorite X-Men for, like, the longest time. Now it's... It, even from, like, the 90s X-Men you know, cartoon series, Love Jubilee and Rogue, you know, so there's a lot of good female characters. Scarlet Witch, uh, never was a fan until, like, the House of M stuff, and then I was like, okay, please continue with this, like, power you have. I am very intrigued, <laughs> and so I don't see how them, inter like, putting, I'm not even say interjecting, because everyone keeps saying they're interjecting females and stuff. It's like, no, that's, like, as if females don't exist, and you're just, like, like putting them into a environment where they would not be which stupid that's a stupid take i will never say interjecting females into a story but um i think we're just getting more female combo characters because it's not as much of a financial risk to do if the mcu had started and it was like iron man one and then you know we just got a black widow movie right after that i don't think it. i think even though the black widow film i had issues with i think it would have definitely tanked because how many people had known about black widow you know and you know it's not that the character's bad because I, I like black widow i like black widow in the comics i think still we missed it was a missed opportunity not doing anything proper with the winter soldier and black widow from a story standpoint I think that would have been pretty cool. Um, so I don't. I just don't think it would have worked because she wasn't established in the MCU. She wasn't at the forefront in any of the comics, so people would have been like, "eh." Whereas like Wonder Woman, you know, everyone knows Wonder. Woman. No, literally everyone knows. I don't care what anyone says. Wonder Woman is probably like, even at the time in that time frame. And now Wonder Woman was more more known than Black Widow. So. I don't think a Black Widow film would have worked back in the time frame of like Iron Man 1 and like the Incredible Hulk coming out. Whereas if Wonder Woman came out in that time frame, it people would have watched it because Wonder Woman's known. 
you know? So I will never say interjected. I will say now it's less of a risk because some of them have been established in movies already and TV series and the comic book, movie, television uh, universe, so to speak, is more has been is more established now. So there are more ways to already get your origin stories in with Disney Plus shows and you know their movies. And same with like DC, you know, they've got their movies. So it's like you've already got, you can have, you know, a character show up in a couple movies like Black Widow. Black Widow's in how many Marvel movies before she finally got her own movie? And obviously her movie should have came out years and years ago. Like, I think her movie still should have got the time slot that um, Captain Marvel did from a release time frame. But that's neither here nor there. I'm not going to get into that. I've already talked about how Black Widow is, should have definitely been put in a different release time frame. It should not have waited that long. And that Scarlett Johansson was great in that role. Like, build it. Like, she always did good. Especially ever since Iron Man 2, I was like, okay, this is cool. I like her in this role. But now, with all these shows, it's like, you know, we, you need... And I don't know how to word it other than say, like, representation because I hate using that terminology. Um, I'm not, and I, and it's like the other term I could use is diversity. And I'm like, damn it. Like, but not in that sense. You need a diverse range of characters. I don't like we had nothing is Marvel with the MCU. They, it was for so long. It was just, Oh, here's an Iron Man. Here's a Captain America. Here's a Thor. Here's Avengers. Here's an Iron Man. Here's a Captain America. Here's a Thor. Here's a guardians. Here's an Avengers. Here's a Captain America. There's an Iron Man, there's a Thor, and it's just like, and then there's like an Ant-Man in here, uh, Guardians there, Doctor Strange there, and it's, and it's like, okay, okay, but now, you know, after Endgame, they're like, well, we can't do a, here's an Iron Man, Captain America, Thor, Avengers, like over and over and over and over again, they can't do that now, so now they're like, okay, let's do Doctor Strange, do Guardians, well, Ant-Man, we're gonna do the Marvels, so I was like, I get, and, you know, they did set up a lot of characters, I mean, and, 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 so I don't see this whole woke, like, emasculating, like, MCU, DCU, especially when they say DCU, because it's like, dude, they, like, only like Wonder Woman, I believe, is getting a third film right now. Everything else they're doing, like, they just did The Batman. And they're obviously going to do a second one of that. We have The Flash. And I was just like, I don't... And I know they're doing, like, a, I think they're doing a Batwoman um, movie. I'm not sure. I'm not up to date on any DC stuff right now for movies, because who knows what they do, honestly. Marvel freaking just... Gives us a big splash image. Like, here's all, like, 35 movies we're going to make in the next four years. I'm like, oh, cool, thanks. DC does the fandom. And, well, they got Blue Beetle and Shazam. So I don't get this whole female interjection point of view. Wokeness. That's being claimed. I will say that... It's... I don't even know how to word it anymore. It's just, it's just frustrating because, like, I don't follow that shit. I really don't, which is why I'm not using like direct quotes or anything. Like this is just a 
sometimes YouTube goes on autoplay and then while I'm working and then I'm hearing shit on the TV and I'm like, really? Like, that's the opinion? That's the take you're going to have right now? Okay. I'm just going to go continue my work and that is ridiculous. I may have to come back to this and really, like, talk about it. But, you know, at the end of the day, you know, I always tell everyone, there's something for everyone when it comes to comics and movies and TV shows. You know, uh, the same way I felt when I was six years old getting a spectacular Spider-Man comic. That was like, holy crap, like this? I'm more of this. And then, you know, 30 years later, I'm still talking about Spider-Man. There could be a six-year-old kid right now picking up Miles Morales Spider-Man for the first time. And like, holy crap, character. Or a Hulk, or you know Power Rangers, or this like you don't like you just because something doesn't appeal to you doesn't mean it doesn't appeal to somebody, you know. And that's why I don't complain about little nuances. If it's something drastic, I'll say like I will make a comment about it. But little subtle things, it's like this, especially from the movies and TV show standpoint, because there's always going to be Easter eggs for us fans. But they have to, they, they, they're marketing to the broad scale of audiences, even though sometimes it doesn't even work from that standpoint. Morbius is a prime example. Um, but then again, Spider-Man uh, No Way Home is also another good example. And so there's something for everyone. And that's why I don't get all these narratives being spun talking about you know everything's overly woke and these hidden agendas of these companies and i see it okay i'm not saying like there's no major corporation fortune 500 that has clean hands okay quote widow they all got red in their ledger okay they got red in their ledger every company does that's why i have friends who are like i don't you know i don't support amazon in any capacity i'm like okay cool um i like audible and two-day prime shipping fuck yeah so uh amazon gets my money that's like and everyone's like oh hbo and time warner this night well i get hbo plus for free with my phone service and did you not see godzilla versus kong did you not see my big meaty kaijus fighting like, come on like i you know and so people saying like this is you know I don't know, it's frustrating. I don't want to talk about it, honestly. I like being happy. So I'm going to talk about things that make me happy now. There's a lot of waifus in this game in Rune Factory 5. For those of you who are listening, you're not saying there's Rune Factory 5. There's so many waifus in that game. It's I can't even pick. Because like, you know, I got all like the heart levels up to like you know, and this and that, and now I can start going on dates in the game, and you know, I'm working on my farm, I'm tilling my land, sowing my oats, and then going and fighting monsters and shit like that, but then, you know, you come back, you relax, waifus walking around the town, and I'm just like, oh, hello waifus, and I'm like, who am I gonna court, who will be my bride-to-be, who is gonna be Mrs. Farmer, it's tough, honestly, like, it's it's tough decisions. Like I, I, I don't know. Like I still haven't picked yet. You know, I'm gonna get to it eventually. I will. I will. I will start my farm family at some point. 
Actually, I'm just trying to level up my blacksmithing so I can get better weapons. Because the weapons, like, I'm using fist weapons in the game, so I'm punching things, you know? And, but I really want a good short sword so I can use my shield. And I don't, I haven't gotten a good, I haven't gotten a good sword, uh, short sword. Like, I need a good sword. And I don't have one. And it's really frustrating. It really is. Like, mm. But this game, so good. It's It's amazing. If you have a Switch, definitely pick it up. Um... But yeah, I I got a lot of stuff planned. I got a lot of stuff I'm working on, obviously. So, you know, if you if you're watching this on YouTube, hit the subscribe button. It's if it's red, you're not subscribed. If it's red, just click it. Then it's not red. Amazing. If you're listening to this, I thank you guys for listening to this podcast. Uh, a Nerdy Mark podcast is available on all podcasting platforms. Amazon, except for Amazon Podcast, I mentioned it 109. I still got to fix it. I've been traveling, haven't, but it's like, you know, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, probably already said Apple Podcasts, and all these other ones. You can go to Nerd Name Mark, or, wow, I fucked up the ex outro again. So, you can just go to anchor.fm slash A-N-N-M podcast if you're watching on YouTube or if you're listening to this already on anything like there's a link in there anyways you can see what podcasting platform it's on subscribe to it if you're listening on apple podcast leave me a nice five-star review write something nice you know i'm trying to like push more reviews so i might start doing some review campaigns soon um just for like giveaways and stuff just to like get some more interaction on there um i know on spotify you can do more um what's it called video stuff and polls and everything so i'm gonna be trying to dabble in that a little bit more as well uh but yeah if you want you can follow me on social media i'm on instagram i'm on tiktok even though i don't use it that much and twitter at a nerd named mark i have a podcast one which is a n n m podcast but it's in the bio of my nerd named mark one the podcast twitter feed is just when clips and content revolving around the podcast and youtube channel whereas a nerd named mark is me just daily bullshit and shit posting constantly and trolling um but yeah i got a lot of stuff down the line coming from manga standpoint more collectible stuff more nanoblock videos i uh, i'm gonna be reorganizing everything behind me i started a little bit but you can't tell from the camera angles um and the camera angles are gonna change as well soon too but i thank you guys for watching i thank you guys for listening this has been episode 110 of a Nerd Name Mark podcast. We are 40 episodes away from 150, and we're vastly approaching within the next three, four months, uh, the three-year anniversary of the show. So I thank you guys for watching. I thank you guys for listening. This has been episode 110 of a Nerd Name Mark podcast. My name is Mark, and I'm a nerd. <laughs>